This is a music Three podcast. Songs. Three songs. Three songs. It's Three songs. Three songs. Right, three songs. Three songs podcast episode one four eight, January 29th, ninth, two thousand twenty one. January thirtieth, you're in Des Moines. Oh yeah, you just crossed over. It's it's getting a little yeah. late. It's still it's still the 29th on the west coast here in Portland. Um, you're Bob Nastanovich. I'm Mike Hogan. How you doing, Bob? Yeah, really good. Good. I mean, you know. Yeah, really good. Considered. Yeah. Really good. Okay. Yeah. Well, nice. That's great to hear. Um, In podcast mode. Let's do it. Let's yeah, get three started. songs pod. We ordered up some stickers today, and yeah. we'll be talking about those nice. like in future episodes. We'll, we'll wait until they arrive. Yeah. Mike. you know that's. I love that. That's the way it always goes, you know, in the um, small time music business. Until you actually have the product in your hands, like right. you know, why speak of it? But um, right. anyways, um, I'm going to take us to the uh, what has become the very formidable music scene of Bristol in England. Um, Idols, obviously, you've played on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, great city. Great city in the western part of the country near the Welsh border. And um, this is a band that's garnering a lot of attention. And uh, they're going to play a song off of a 2019 release on their own I think it's called Invade. It could be Invada, Invada, Potato, Potato, I-N-V-A-D-A, Invada Records. Um, and it's the title track off of an EP called Life Goes On by Beak, B-E-A-K, followed by the greater than symbol, which could be a beak. <laughs> could be. Could be a beak. Or sometimes a carrot. Or or beak is like greater than you. Uh, we well, decide. Okay. Final track. Life goes on by beak. Se compra colchones, tambores, refrigeradores, estufas, lavadoras, microondas, o algo de fierro viejo que vendan.
A little groovy, kind of psychedelic there. Yeah, I dig that band. Yeah. Uh, I don't They've know been what... doing stuff like uh, since 2010. Okay. And it's uh, three dudes. Uh, Billy Fuller, Matt Williams, and Jeff Barrow is a famous producer. I think I've mentioned him before. He might have had something to do with the Katie J. Pearson record. Okay. Um, also from Bristol. I could be wrong there. Um, but he was the producer behind the great Portishead. Ah, I see. And um, that record there is a great one. It's uh, They've actually made the uh, transatlantic step of having a lot of their stuff available on a really cool label from Baltimore called Temporary Residence Limited. Mm-hmm. It is a good label. And um, I just think that they um, are a pretty interesting entry um, in the last several years of... Really cool rock music from England, man. And that was an EP, you said? That's an EP, yeah. Yeah. And how many records have they put out? How many albums? They put out a bunch of stuff. It's all on their uh, Bandcamp page. Okay, cool. I'll check them out. No, like, no actual, not that many vinyls, you know. Yeah. But that's, you know, the way of the world. A lot of digital. In fact, yeah, that thing there is a limited edition of a thousand. still available. And, um, you know, they... They're not unknown. Yeah, it's cool. They yeah. they're unknown to me, so thank you, Bob. Yeah, beak beak with the greater than symbol. Okay, cool. Yeah, good way to kick off a Friday night of rock and roll. For sure, Saturday morning, getting it started. I'll I'll keep it going. I'm gonna go back. Boy, at this point, forty forty one years or so. Um, I went back too. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to play something from a, Less than. a, I guess, a jazz guitarist, but also a funk guitarist. Well, it's completely undefinable. He artist. is kind of undefinable. Um, <clears throat> no, even no wave. He's kind of known for no wave too. Um, it's about, all the genres, hammers, all the genres he, right he on that. He does. He does. He was in that New York scene, late seventies, early eighties. I'm talking about James Blood Ulmer. Uh, I want to play the title track from his second full-length record called Are You Glad to Be in America? Um, Originally released on Rough Trade in the UK and then released over here in the US on Artist House. Um, Just a good record. Good. Perhaps when that was a more difficult question to answer. When which one, what was... Oh, yeah, Are You Glad to to Be in America? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe... Um, <laughs> <laughs> what year are we talking? 1980. Okay. You know, so it's the height of uh, the height of uh, Reagan. You know, uh, in in the UK, it was it was Margaret Thatcher. Yeah. So, uh, you know, riding the crest of the wave of punk, and uh, James riding Blood Ulmer threw down crest of the wave of Grafton. <laughs> James Blood Ulmer was throwing this down, so here you go, check it out. Are you glad to be in America?
James Blood Omer. There he was. There uh, he is. He's still going he, strong. He is. Uh, he's getting up he got there. Got a label called American Revelation. Yeah, he's getting up there, but he's still he's still kicking it. Um, I, I just love his playing. Um, King of the Palmetto State, man. Yeah, and uh, very untraditional route mm-hmm. that he took, like from South Carolina. I believe he in the main he established himself in Pittsburgh, which we played a lot of artists like when they go from the south to the north it's like mm-hmm. from the deep south like mm-hmm. to chicago new york mm-hmm. so. yeah he i think he became best known um once he started playing with ornette coleman yeah first electric guitar player that ornette coleman ever hired yeah um but uh i just i just love his playing i love the tone of his guitar um, you know, he doesn't sing too many of this, you know, I mean, a lot of his stuff is instrumental, but, uh, I thought I'd drop that one, which is a bit funkier and less, um, less free. He actually made like, um, I don't know what it's called, that model of Gibson guitar that he plays famous. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm yeah, whatever sure. that, you know, James Blood Almer. James Blood Almer, a legend. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Do you have anything else sad about James? Um, no, not really. I just let him speak yeah. for himself, you know. Uh, yeah. Just, you know, been a fan of his for a long time. Um, and it took 148 episodes to play him, so. <laughs> this he, he falls into the hard not to like category. Yeah. Yeah. And and um, actually, uh, I'm going to take us to Ireland. Ooh, Okay. A woman, one of my favorite singers in the world, and she's, I guess she's heralded, or mostly known as the um, lead vocalist with God Help the Girl, um, mm. a side project of uh, Stuart Murdoch, Bell and Sebastian, I know I played on the show, and um, she's an amazing singer, singer Catherine Ireton, and... Um, well, most of her stuff is largely unreleased. She does have a self-released EP um, that's available on all of your favorite digital sources called Pieces of Me. I'm going to play a couple of songs. She spent some time a few years ago in Cambridge in England. <clears throat> and um, this with these two songs I'm going to play um, were inspired by... Uh, the gardens and um, around the uh, Museum of Classical Archaeology in Cambridge. And uh, the first thing I'm going to play is just a really pretty song called Every Contact Leaves a Trace. I think it was recorded in 2016 or 17. Say, 
been singing this song for 2,000 years or more As you went your way Days, who is to know the ripples that you make as you and your way splashing puddles on your days? What will remain? Contact leaves a trace You could say That I am only the shadow Of a shadow of a shadow Of a person that was living long before you were born Of a whisper of a tale Once told, now taciturn As you wend your way Through these leafy Cambridge days Yeah, it's only a, available on um, at her website, katherineireton.com, C-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E-I-R-E-T-O-N.com. And you can access all of her music on there, um, or her solo stuff and her, a lot of her collaborative stuff. And um, this, the I'm going to play another one. It's uh, just three songs on it. Everything is done by ordinary people is um really it's it's amazing to me that um maybe she, i don't who knows um i just think she's brilliant and this is a a short one called small finds when a stranger compliments something you're wearing and asks you where you got it when you're watching your favorite film with someone who has never seen it when you shoo a fly outside the window without having to kill it 
Running for the bus or train and actually catching it When the toast falls on the floor, butter side up As you approach, traffic lights go green, no need to stop Finally taking a pee when you thought you might just burst When the person with the trolley lets you go first These are the small finds, little pleasures of the small kind In between the big times, little treasures to hold on to, to remind The last hour of school before the holidays Getting back to your own bed after a long trip away Being underwater and looking up at the waves Getting your clothes out of the dryer and wearing them straight away These are the small finds, little pleasures of the small kind In between the big times, little treasures to hold on to To remind you they are fragments of the scenes Smiling in between, life can be seen in these shiny smithereens. A charming little tune. Yeah, she's great, isn't she? Yeah. She did do a Zoom concert in the last several months that you can also access on her site. Cool. But, uh, she's ace. I'll check her out. Uh, and supposedly, like, I mean, obviously, I don't know if she's come over here and played, um, but those who have seen her live, she's brilliant. She's, you know, plays the keyboards and sings, and, like, a lot of it she's accompanied by other musicians, but just uh, on her own, singing with a keyboard, that's enough. And you said she's based in To Ireland. mesmerize. Ireland? She's in Brighton. Yeah, Brighton. She's in Brighton as far as I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Proud, proud daughter of, of the great little city of Limerick in Ireland. Mm. Very cool. Thank you, Bob. Yeah, like cheers. It. Yeah. Um, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna play a, I guess in some ways a similarly contemporary artist. Although um, this one is from Los Angeles, uh, she goes by the name of Sunny War. S-U-N-N-Y-W-A-R. That's right, Sunny War. Um, I don't know why I like to spell things out on the show. <laughs> it's but okay. you, know, you know how I always like... I do. Were you, were you good at spelling bees? Uh, yeah, generally. Because um, I've seen you, like, I've seen you, I've gotten a lot of emails and texts from you, and you are an impeccable speller. Uh, well, thank you. Um, do you spell check, or do you just, like, are you naturally... You play Scrabble, Mike? Uh, I do, but I haven't played in a long time. Yeah, uh, I I was always um, quite good with spelling, but the issue that I had with spelling bees was I would kind of just freeze, you know, like I would know the word, and I would just be too afraid. And I remember one time when I was a kid, and I can't remember what year it was. I was probably like third or fourth grade, and I still to the day don't even know what the word was. It was either repair or prepare, and I was too afraid to ask them to repeat it or use it in a sentence or any of that. I just, like, guessed and guessed wrong and got knocked out. You know what? I, I have a similar story. I I was pretty good at spelling bees, and um, I made it to the county spelling bee, the Chesterfield County spelling bee. And um, the woman... Who won it? It was a brilliant violinist named by the name of Rena Zeev. 
um, Z-I-E-V-E. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but uh, I thought I had a chance to upend her. Like, she was a defending champ, but she went really far in the national spelling bee. And um, it was like, uh, as an academic, I, I, as life went on and I got into, like, middle school, I was like, you can't major in spelling in college? You know, like... <laughs> <laughs> that's how dumb I, dumb I am but um that's funny but I was a good I was a good speller and then I unfortunately lost out it was the first spelling bee I ever had to do because usually they're in their classroom and it was the first one where you, I was in a chair and you had to go up to the mic mm-hmm. like you've said there's a great documentary about the spelling bee you've right. seen that right spellbound right yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. great documentary oh uh, the, the the best you know the best line in that movie I mean, I haven't seen it in at least a decade. Mike. Well, Tell I me. haven't. I haven't either. But I, I've never forgotten this one kid who <laughs> when they were interviewing <laughs> him. It. He just he just Spellbound's a great documentary. If you haven't it, seen it, it is. He and I don't even know if it's available on streaming or, or or what. But but at one point he just like out of nowhere just said, "Do I sound like a musical robot?" <laughs> and my friends and I for years would just <laughs> yeah. like occasionally drop that in. Um, Anyway, spellbound. Good stuff. Yeah, so the similar thing happened to me. You said you you had to deal with like the confusion caused by not hearing yeah and the word just, correctly I, between repair and pre prepare. Yeah, repair or prepare. I'm I'm still not so sure. obviously you you know how to spell both words. Yes, and yes. Um, the same thing happened to me actually in the uh, I believe in the second rounds. So it was early doors, and I was so pumped. It was like the first time. I never, was ever like properly on stage yeah, in any same. way, shape, or form. And like I, I approached, and the woman who delivered the words um, had a draw. She had a southern draw. Mm-hmm. And she said, um, the, the word was ellipse. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was just like, well, that's just like a easiest thing it would ever be e-l-l-i-p-s-e and the bell went off ding and i was wrong and she said elapse oh, right like elapse timing like sure. I, I, it's like going through my head like back then like you'd watch downhill skiing on tv and elapse time would always be on the corner of the screen i know i'm spell e-l-a-p-s-e you know yeah yeah, but and, I didn't take the time to like. Right? Can you use it in a sentence? Like use it in a sentence, yeah. or yeah, repeat stuff like that. Like I just like it's that feeling. You've I've seen major like majorly talented contestants and spelling bees make the same mistake, mm-hmm. and I've just like winced and like right. been like ellipse elapse ellipse elapse. Right? Yeah, and and you can tell that the ones that are really good are really good at playing the game. Because, oh, they go through the whole process. Yes, Definition, yes. De- they yeah. ask for language of origin. Right, exactly. Because even when they know it, they need to they make, make 100% sure. sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I was too green, and I quit spelling bees after that. <laughs> me too, me too. It scared me off. Um, yeah. So anyway. And we wouldn't have met in a bunch yet. No, I would, not, I, would not have, I would not have majored in spelling. Um, anyways, at least we could spell worth a shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, uh, I... 
Back. Catherine Ireton, should we play another one? No, I'm just kidding. Sunny War. <laughs> Sunny War. We'll go to L.A. Yeah, we'll, we'll Sunny, Sunny War. S-U-N-N-Y-W-A-R. Right. Sunny War. Um, and she's current. She put out an album. I think she put out one this year, but I want to play something. Or no, maybe she put one out. Um, well, not this year. It's 2020. You also go with like another completely undefinable artist. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean... I mean, Almer's more definable, I think. Yeah. But... Um, she put out one actually in 2019 called Shell of a Girl, but I want to play one from her 2018 album on Hen House Records or Hen House Studios, which I think has released some Willie Nelson stuff and um, kind of tends to be a little bit more of like a folk country label, which I think sort of fits her style as well. Um, Come on, you can't define her. I don't know. Uh, the album is called With the Sun. Uh, and I want to play a song off of it called Static. Here you go, Sunny War. When your pain falls like the rain, it seems tragic, but the tears will keep you sing. It is magic It may seem hard to refrain It's your hand I Those five edges in your brain Soon they started So easy to maintain As I have it The things seem harder than the same It's when you had it You had the person you became A real savage To save the good that still remains you got to
So that's Sunny War. Sunny War is awesome. Yeah. Um, and if you'll indulge me, similar to what you did with Catherine Ireton, I'd like to play another short song. You want another Catherine Ireton song? <laughs> I would. Uh, we can end with a Catherine Ireton song for <laughs> no, sure. No, it's okay. Um, no, no, you're cool. No more. Yeah, Sunny War is brilliant. But Sunny War recently did. I think I've mentioned the Lanyap sessions that Aquarium Drunkard, the website, uh, they do with different artists that you come mean in. The- L-A-G-N-I-A-P-P-E. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, different different artists that come in and do covers. Um, well, Sunny War did one not too long ago, maybe a few months ago, that included like an eight-plus-minute-long kind of groovy jam version of Staying Alive, and it included uh, uh, Be Thankful for What You Got, the old William Devon song. Uh, and it included this cover, um, which I think is just so beautiful, of Wire from yeah, from Pink Flag. punk rock side. Yeah, well, it's not really punk rock because this is her version of Fragile, you know, the the prettiest of the Wire songs from Pink Flag. Well, the original is like actually playing back to back. You want me? Okay, I'll play. I'll play her cover and then I'll follow it with the wire. Or do you want to play the wire first? Uh, I could. your call. Your call. I could. Friend. It will just take me a, a an extra second because I don't have it queued up. But if we talk, it's easy enough for me to um, set. Did that you ever up. see Wire live? I never saw Wire live. No, me neither. And I missed all my. I didn't really have any chances until like. What you'd call like the post wire. Yeah. Right. 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 Same, you know, but same they were thing. hovering. They, you know, they've been hovering around. Yeah. Well, and their new album is is actually. That's what I'm saying. Like they've fantastic. maintained their standards. Um, there's. I might even might even just like follow it up with a song from their new record, which is there's there's a song called "On the Beach" that's just like similarly beautiful. Um, Really good on the beach. Can you imagine that? No, I can't. Usually, you were on a beach. You've been on a beach, a sort. It's like no. Yeah, but the Oregon coast is not exactly like beach. You know, when you think of beach, it's yeah. Yeah, I hardly ever go to beaches. Yeah. Uh, All right, I've got it. Here we go. Pink flag, wire, fragile. Fragile, fragile, fragile. 
so good there's nothing to say what is sunny what's sunny's take sunny's take um you know that that's that's got it's very metronomic right um sunny's is is a little is a little mellower even um no drums just her guitar here you go Swollen slivers broke my shades. The light too bright let me bury my heart. Emotions of green, cowardice gives blue. A restricted view let me open my heart. song well they're both i mean it's a it's a really nice take on it it is it is it's beautiful and it she enunciates the lyrics so clearly uh you know i mean it's a song i've known for how many years probably 39 well no i don't know if i quite heard it that long ago but um i've known it for over 30 years certainly and um, I don't, I don't know if I even knew some of those words. <laughs> so, anyways, on a previous show we mentioned the OCs, and we could probably do a whole episode about the OCs. Um, a band started by John Dwyer, who's like, I guess, in a similar fashion to a lot of bands. Mm-hmm. Um, the jam, I guess, it's like Paul Weller, you know, like, uh, I don't even know. But uh, who knows? Um, <laughs> John Dwyer the, is the mastermind behind the OCs. Is, and, it, is uh, it basically him and anybody else that will, it's like, sort of like... Other, well, you know, you always want to surround yourself with, like, really interesting people. Mm-hmm. And in his case, like, he's made some good choices with brilliant musicians along the way with many of his projects. He's been around since the late nineties and um, he has a, a record label called castle face, mm-hmm. right. which whenever he wants to put out his own stuff and his own side projects. And there are many, he, he fits in the old incredibly prolific mode mm-hmm. um, of guys that have been at it for like 25 years almost now. And um, I'm going to play one off of his, his side pro- solo side project, in which, which he, I guess, somewhat isolated himself and got into electronics. 
And it's a really cool song from 2014 by a band, by him, under the name of Damaged Bug. And this is off the EP on Castle Face called Hubba Bubba. And it's called Gloves for Garbage. We all need those. I did get it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they want to go again. <laughs> yeah. No, I, yeah. I, I, was, I was trying to stop it. Coach before Webs, it man. You ever listen to Coach Webs? I, I no. I, I've. Yeah, I There's a lot there. Like you could like make your life like the next thirty days of your life all John Dwyer. <laughs> He's got a new thing, Witch Egg, that just came out with a bunch of people. Okay. Cool. And um, Castle Face, which is. Um, uh, that is a has a very busy label. 
home of King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. All right. Um, we played them. We played them on the show. I don't know if we have. They're both the OCs and King Wizard. These are bands that I'm aware of and have heard a little bit of, but it, they're almost. Well, lean on me. Lean on me. Well, they're almost show. intimidating because their discography is so big and they're, they're, they're like similar to Daniel Romano, who we've talked about a number of times, they're releasing albums all the time that it's just almost hard to keep up or hard to know where to start. So, Well, it's like, all you can do is like climb up the steps like to the, and like just jump off the high dive and like, like wherever it lands. And like, <laughs> yeah, sure. Then like take it from there. And if you like it, you like it. If let, you don't, you don't. Let the you ripples I mean? carry like, you. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's just like the podcast. Like, you know, like, Hey, I mean, I don't know if you would ever recommend listening to our podcast, although we do have stickers coming out. <laughs> uh, Listen for the stickers. We got stickers. <laughs> uh, you might not like I, the you know, show, but we got stickers. Yeah, jump in at episode 89. <laughs> I don't even know what happened on that show, but uh, who knows? I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, right. So, like, I mean, how can we criticize any artist that's prolific when right. Right. we've done 148 Mumbo jumbos of us playing other artists. That's right. That's right. You yeah. know what? You know we what? Eight, made shit. It's funny. It's funny that you mentioned eighty nine. You know what eighty nine was? I'm looking it up right now. Okay, go ahead. Whoa, you're fast. That you're was <laughs> that was our Sebado feature. Oh, fantastic! And that was a See, good was episode, good. right? Yes, I, if you like Sebado, you know there I you go. That one, yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it super current. Uh, this is uh, from an album that came out in 2020. The album is called Nobody Lives Here Anymore on Jag Jaguar Records. We've talked about that oh, label. Indiana. Uh-huh. Um, and the band is, is called The Cutworms, kind of similar to Damaged Bug. It's essentially a... Similar name. Similar name. <laughs> That's true. Um, but a similar approach too, in that it's, uh, I think it's essentially a guy named Max Clark and it's his whole, uh, project. Uh, he may enlist. That's a solo, yeah, it's a solo thing for yeah, sure. He may enlist. I mean, I, I don't think he plays every instrument. Uh, I think he has. People he bosses around. Tells pe- him yeah, people people that come in and play percussion and drums and whatnot. Thrilled but to he play plays, with Max. He plays guitar and keyboards and bass and vocals and writes all the songs. The multi-instrumentalist. Yes, guy. exactly. And um, it's Max Clark. I'm not going to spell it, but it's Max Clark with an E. Yeah, it's M A X C L A R K E. Yeah, Clark with an E at the end. Maximum Clarkage. And it's funny because... Um, he reminds me of another Clark. Um, I'll play the song. Mike Clark, Mike Clark from the Jicks. No, he reminds me of um, the Gene, great Clark of Gene Clark, who I've played on the show before. Oh, yeah, Gene Clark of, um, of course, the Birds fame and Solo and um, Mike Clark's a great guy. I, I don't uh, know Mike, from Mike the Clark. Jicks. Yeah, and yeah, and he never really. Um, I tour managed him a few times. He couldn't have a better like guy to tour manage. Um, there's, I've just, but I, I nicknamed him Clarkles and it never stuck. <laughs> yeah. It's such a bummer when yeah. you come up with a good nickname that just doesn't stick. 
Um, Anyways, it cut worms. Cut worms. Cut worms. Yeah, this is this is from their current or his current uh, LP. As I mentioned, nobody lives here anymore. It's a double album. It's it's big. It's good. Um, and this is a, this is a long one, but it's a it's a pretty one. Um, it definitely, I think, has kind of that Gene Clark feel to it. Sold my soul is the name of it. Cutworms. Oh, 
I guess no. There's no the there. Cutworms, yeah. Um, did you ever watch the Antiques Roadshow? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like, do you, do you watch it often? Uh, I haven't watched it lately, but I've I'm I've seen it enough to to know the whole premise and get yeah, get it, get the it. reference that he's making there, which is which is kind of oh, it's a good reference. Yeah, yeah. sweet and clever. Um, I waited in line one time in Richmond really? um, to get on to get on Antiques Roadshow. Yeah. What were you trying to get appraised? I was trying not myself. I was not looking for a personal appraisal. I had found um, an item on the streets of Hoboken, New Jersey. Sunday, I think I've talked about this on the show. Have I? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, come on, man. We've refresh my memory. Forty-eight episodes. <laughs> Use your memory. Um, I found a. Uh, a, a wooden horse with a chain on it that was cut out, hmm. um, and I, I, it was an artifact, okay. and I gave it to my mother for Mother's Day because I thought she'd like it. She hung it on the wall for a while. It was not the size of a horse, but um, it was you know decent size, and she mm-hmm. was convinced that it came from like, a, like a nineteenth century. 
um, Pennsylvania, like Amish country, like blacksmith shop. Hmm. And it was dark brown. And so I waited in line for a while with it. Like it was at the Richmond Coliseum. This this is about I'm going to say nearly 20 years ago. Um, a uh, for the Antiques Roadshow. So like keep, keep in mind, like in Richmond. One of the oldest cities in the United States of America. Um, people had all kinds of shit. Mm-hmm. And like, but I was in line with both of my parents, and like, I realized that the line, even to like make it to the point where you were going to be like assessed, was going to be hours. Yeah. So like, sure. After like you know whatever an hour or something, waiting in line, I just bailed. Who? Um, and what era was it? Who was the host in that day? Was that, oh, I can't remember. Is that Mark either. Wahlberg or what's my that? mother? Like you don't call like <laughs> my mother on Monday nights. Oh, so she's yeah. She's faithful, no, huh? believe me, she's okay. It's like the greatest thing. Uh, one of the, I mean, there's a lot of fun times with Katie, but like, um, it the best thing is to watch Antiques Roadshow and like a set. Like, cause they always like they always say they bring these items in. Like they say like. It's worth like six thousand dollars, and I would be like, "Well, give me twelve hundred cash." <laughs> and this is what I did, like on this particular occasion. I was like, "I don't care what the horse is worth," and I went to the Richmond OTB on Broad Street and gambled. Then I picked him up afterwards, you know. And none of them got on the show, which yeah. is amazing. So brought a bunch of great shit down there, but like, That's anyways, awesome. that that was a great song by Cutworms. Yeah. It's a good album, um, you know. It's it's. It's kind of a shitty antiques roadshow stories. I have, I have better <laughs> okay. better ones than that. That's okay. Save them for the next. Save them for episode one forty nine. I just we should end with Catherine Ireton. You want to end with a, a Catherine Ireton? I could, yeah, I could let's play. That. Let's play a, well, as an outro. Okay. And that was episode one forty eight, and we're nearing episode one fifty, so there might be some fireworks on that one, like a Maybe. sticker release episode. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. right. We have 160 stickers. Ooh. That will be arriving so, here. So maybe we should save it for one episode 160. No, oh, I don't know, Mike. I don't know. That's tricky. They'll be arriving February 9th. We'd have to do one daily between now and then. Yeah, well, we'll see. I'd also like to report that during this podcast, weird, snowy, perfectly, it's like a hail snow is falling mm. now. Like, Stay safe, these, Bob. It's insane out there. And there's like little balls, perfectly cylindrical balls falling from the sky. That's crazy. Um, um, that has nothing to do with my outro song. Um, before we... The, uh, 2014. Yeah, what do you got? Yeah, before we do the outro song, I just wanted to quickly say a ha- belated happy birthday. Last night we were going to maybe do a show. And if we did, we would have. it would have been more appropriate to say happy birthday to a listener, regular listener of the show named Jason Wilkes in Fort Worth. Um, who was celebrating a birthday yesterday. So happy birthday, Jason. Okay. The same birthday as Roddy Frame. There you go. As to camera. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Anyways, this is off the uh, 2014 self-released EP by Catherine Ireton called Pieces of Me, This is Pieces of You. Good night, podcasters. (laughs) Pieces of you Cut into little pieces of you Pieces of me 
A show in the cracks won't disappear with a polish and wax. Won't let this fear demolish us. What can I do? Do with the pieces of you. I'm all out of glue. We've got to get all the king's horses and all the king's men and put you back together again. You've been planning your escape, and you think I don't know. Oh, oh, I can see in your eyes the empty space. Pieces of you, there's nothing but pieces of you hidden from view. Bedroom floor, you don't pull me close, not as close as before. What can I see in the gaps where the pieces should be? In your shoulders and knees, and your heart is missing beats. And you've been talking in your sleep, and you think I don't know. Oh, oh, you've told me things so sorrowful I can't repeat. Bob, be well. Love you, man. Yeah, love you too. Thanks, everyone. Stay safe. <laughs>